from the radio studios of WFAY and WMRV, Andrew Lona's Media presents Cumberland County's Smartest Hour of Talk Radio. Welcome back to another edition of The Carolina Cabinet. Well, good morning and welcome to the Carolina Cabinet. I'm your host, Peter Pappas. Here on the Cabinet, we'll show a common-sense approach to politics, and we are always on the right side of the issues. This morning on the Cabinet, we have Pastor Joshua Goodman. Hey there, everybody. My favorite libertarian, Christine Adderwes. Liberty or death. And the lovely Carrie Jackson. Happy New Year! Hey! Hey, Where have you been? (laughs) So, you're listening to us on Carolina Country 100.1 and The River 106.5. But just in case you missed an episode of our top-rated show... Top-rated! You can find us always on Google, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast broadcaster. So don't forget to like, share, or follow us on your favorite social media. And sit tight, don't go far, we'll be right back with the Carolina Cabinet. Since 2012, Joshua Goodman has been the senior pastor at the Cliffdale Christian Center, a dynamic church and ministry located in West Fayetteville. Join our friend Pastor Goodman for a podcast or a live sermon in person at 6427 Cliffdale Road. Now for today's good news, here is Joshua Goodman. Well, good morning from the All-American City. This is Pastor Josh, and have I got some good news for you. In a time when so many want to unpack, you know they want to talk about and discuss the problems, circumstances, all the situation, all the negative junk. I'm going to give you some good news today. 2024, and away we go. I just have to say I am so excited about all that is going on in our community this upcoming year. Recently, I had the honor of partnering with the Greater Fayetteville Chamber of Commerce to spearhead a time of prayer and worship for our local business owners. Check this out, guys. I'm having the opportunity to partner with some of the great men of God in our community. Bishop Jones from True Vine, Pastor Chris uh, Fletcher from Mana, Methodist University is even open, opening their doors to us, and Chick-fil-A has offered to bring the breakfast. What a great opportunity for the businessmen and women of our community and the spiritual leaders to partner together. I shared this past week that in the past few years, both local church and local businesses, man, guys, we have simply taken some hits. It is time to get back up. It's time to recover from COVID, war situations, circumstances, all the problems we've had to face. Listen, you have succeeded. I believe that all of this begins with prayer. I want this year to be our best year, and I believe that starts with prayer. I want this year to be our most prosperous year, and I also believe that that starts with prayer. This is Pastor Josh, and that is your good news.
get to the bottom of what's going on in the news. You're listening to the Carolina Cabinet, conservative conversations that will rattle your brain. Well, good morning. Welcome back to the Carolina Cabinet. I'm your host, Peter Pappas, here with a full cabinet this yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. Good morning, everybody. Yes. Good morning, everybody. Carrie, it's good to see you again. Good to see everyone. I feel like here. I don't see and, and Christina. No, yawning. Y- you need no. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't know. You can share mine, but it's straight up black. Yeah. Oh, no, thank you. I don't know. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. So, uh, busy couple of weeks since our last show. We missed a week, but uh, what's been going on in our community? I mean, for me, it's 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 like the busiest. Time. I mean, moving into the new year, but you know, that's that's. I it. thought I thought Christmas was your big uh, your big time of the year. Well, I mean, it really never stops. I, did I lose myself? I think so. So never really stops. That's true. I guess. And when we get older, you know, time just flies. Oh man! And you know, when we're young, we're like, come on, can't wait. You know, and here. What? Yep. No, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Yeah. Are you good? <laughs> I, my microphone was giving yeah, some issues. Yeah, we're hearing each other. He halfway. got too excited because his church has been full yes. every weekend so, yes. lately. Okay, it has been uh, good stuff. But That's uh, good. Yeah. I like the New Year's resolution. Go to church. Yeah, do it. That's a good <laughs> and, 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 and keep going. And to church. keep going you to know, church. Don't, yes. don't just stop. fill the bucket of yep. faith. <laughs> and keep it full. Yes, 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 Lord. <laughs> so. And again, I, I shared uh, during my uh, my good news bit. You know the opportunity. I've been given to uh, partner with the uh, Greater Fayetteville Chamber okay. and come together with a few other churches to partner with um, the businesses in our community. And I know several business owners. And just like the church, we have all taken hits. Yes. Um, you know, uh, cutting here, cutting there, doing what you got to do to be able to make the ends meet and um, to be able to have this opportunity to partner with Pastor Chris Fletcher, um, mm-hmm. Bishop Jones. Um, True Vine, you know, and, and again, Methodist mm-hmm. University, uh, chick, Christian Chicken, all that stuff. Got the Lord's Chicken. Yes, sir. Uh, so. So, and before we come on radio, I said, you know, have you worked with these pastors before? And I think you have a relationship with oh, Bishop your Jones. Dad? Yeah, my, okay. so, so Bishop Jones, uh, he's just a few years older than me. But he, so, uh, man, 30 years ago, 25, 30 years ago, these guys would do things called like the March for Jesus together mm-hmm. um, and did several events a year. Um as these church partnered together to mm-hmm. have an impact on the community. And I can tell you that Bishop Jones, he's one of the most uh, impactful ministers in, in, in our city between what he does for the homeless during white flag, mm-hmm. uh, food distribution, mm-hmm. you know, you name it. He's a chaplain at the, the, uh, police station. The man's okay. everywhere all okay. the time, you Excuse know, Excuse my ignorance, but where does he, Where's so he's uh, he's his uh, church is uh, True Vine Ministries. Oh yes, yes, yes. Which is right there by, okay. by the mall. You know, I see um, lots of things for them. They do, yes. yeah. Very yeah, active, white very flag, active. homeless. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Well, we certainly needed them the last uh, couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Arctic weather yep. coming down. And yeah. been, they were putting out for volunteers every yeah, night because um, they, and what they do is they open their gym up, put cots in, bathrooms, all that kind of stuff, so that the homeless and they bus them in, you know, yeah. from downtown. Well, and what I like the most, I wanted to bring it up because you know. Your dad having that relationship with yep. his dad, you know, there was unity in our community then. Yes, yeah, and that's the good thing that I love about our community is you know well, there might be some arguments here and there, but There's come been, together yep. when it comes time to really yep. take care of each other as neighbors and friends. And I can tell you through through times of even uh, tragedy, and when we've done things to uh, you know if we've had a hurricane or mm-hmm. whatever, you name it. Um, man, these guys have always come yeah. together and formed this partnership to uh, be able to be a blessing and impact to those right. who have been most affected by it. That's I'm, I'm really curious on that. I don't know if you guys saw, but in Ohio, a pastor was uh, jailed and fined 
for having some homeless stay during the cold snap the past few weeks. Really? Did, have we never had that issue here in Fayetteville? And I know we, there was one in um, Greensboro who, who had the same issue, but our pastors here have never had that issue? Not yet. No, not that, zoning, I, not that I know. They, say you they haven't. Have they haven't. Okay. Um, I think there has been some discussion and complaints from uh, some downtown business people when there were larger feedings and all, but it never got codified. I think here. No, and we've never had. Right. We've never yeah. had an issue. We go down and feed people under the bridge all the time. Because I think it wasn't even. It wasn't even Greensboro. It was like down in like Gastonia too. There was an issue. Right, that Gastonia has With a huge pastor. issue. Yeah. yeah. Well, now in some of that, I think if you dig into it, there were some larger like public health issues and stuff like that. Access to clean water. It's just being able to wash your hands and you know go to the bathroom is a big deal for this population. So. Some of that was driven by public health, right or wrong. You know, yeah, there, there, it was. It wasn't necessarily people hating on the homeless. I think there was a larger thing. Well, and at the end of the day, just to be able to, uh, in, we've we've talked extensively about the homeless in, in our area. What I'm excited about is being able to now uh, partner with the businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, because they've been hit too. You know, they, oh, they, they, they have had. A huge impact. I feel place. like we're like a, a Mad Max post-apocalyptic, <laughs> lean, mean <laughs> yeah, businesses uh, now. You know, yeah. we're back to you know, but uh, but no, we we've all been through it. Yep, and that's why I feel at the church. I was sharing with Bishop Jones the other day. Um, we are just starting to get back to what I'll call our post-COVID or our pre-COVID strength. Mm-hmm. You know, and be able to have the impact on the community. Yeah, yeah. For so long, we haven't been able to do discipleship classes, feeding programs. So mm-hmm. many, there's so many things that. And even still now, when we do our feeding program, people, you know, we used to bring them in, make a hot meal, um, pray with anybody who needed prayer, and right. uh, now it's all drive through still. Yeah. You know, even today, it's like crazy. How, how are we still? Well, there are certain groups in Fayetteville that they feed the homeless, but there's certain that feed the homeless, and there's fellowship, and there's, yes. hey, neighbor, hey, let's talk, yep. and we actually learn their stories, and then there's others that are, like, doing everything they can to just yeah, shove the yeah, food yeah, out yeah. the window, like, Here, go, like, go, be, go. be gone from me, you know, it's like, well, that's not the really Christian thing yep. to do, but it just it's more beautiful when it's more of a fellowship yes. And get, and get, get to know their names. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Um, they are more than just that yeah, guy yep, on the corner, yep. although I did see one today, he had a crutches on 301, and he is, he's an amputee, and he did say, his sign said, on my last leg. <laughs> And I had, I'm sorry, guys, but I did have to laugh at that one. Yeah. I just, I, I think that's the point. I, I, yeah. You're supposed to pay yeah. them for the joke. Well, yeah. I didn't. But, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Joke's on him. A, if you ever I need to laugh. So. Yeah. But that's a struggle for me. You know, yeah. I actually took a picture the other day and I thought about posting it, but then I didn't. Don't be that girl. Well, we were at the mall and we were leaving and you could, there was a, a homeless gentleman who had just left and someone had given him, you know, a full soda. He left that. Um, a couple of meals left that he just wanted the money and yeah. it was really interesting for my daughter to point out she's like well mom i thought he was hungry uh, how old's your daughter now she's nine right and you know i said well one that's a lot of food like he had been given a mm-hmm. lot of food so i don't know what the day was like yeah but it's just in i don't know it was an interesting well, perspective to see that so much was given and so little was taken with the person when they left. So this is one time I'm going to say I missed the bishop because the bishop yeah, he's got, he's will got. tell you that he says, Peter, the homeless eat well. Oh, yeah. In faith. Yeah, very yeah. well. You know, in my little corner downtown, you know, you've got Salvation Army for, I think, let's see. Dinner. In as uh, much for breakfast. In as much, yep. Manna for lunch. Yep. And then Salvation Army for dinner. Yep. And that's five Three days a week, a week yep. which, again, I make the joke, you know, homeless is not nine to five bankers but hours. I, I but I Denote that the rent cost here has gone exponentially up, and yeah. there was another BAH 
uh, increase, which then also means that a lot of people on average can increase their rents. And so people who are not military and mm-hmm. don't get that automatic money each month, that's difficult. Mm-hmm. I will acknowledge that. Well, well it's true. I mean, I know people, I got people in the church who are still making minimum wage at whatever it is, seven twenty-five. Yeah. I'm like, well, what? <laughs> Switch jobs, please. My yeah. son got more at Little Caesars, okay? Yes. There's more money out there if you want it, but I will tell you this, uh, during the height of Corona, you know, I would interview people and it was, well, well what are you looking, now I knew how much I was going to pay him, but I always ask, what are you looking to make? Yeah. Where's your 20 expectation? Bucks, Peter. And they would say 16, 18 an mm-hmm. hour. And I'm just no looking experience. at them like, yeah, no, you just graduated high school. Yep. But we started $10 an hour. Yep. With a dollar raise in 90 days, with getting tips and all, they can make 12, 13, 14, but within 90 days. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but the expectation has come down. The interviews I've had in the last month has been, uh, I'll take eight. <laughs> really? so really? I, I've, I'm seen, surprised. I've seen because kind right of a change people, in attitudes because the people have not been able want, to find work. They mm. can't find the job. And, and, I, and believe it or money. not, I know what you all think. I did not pounce on the $8. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that. I offered them 10 I, yeah, I said, well, I'd love to pay you that, but, you know, we started 10 yep. The more so, you pay, the more loyal they are. No, I don't believe that. <laughs> I just think at least they can actually feed themselves the more I pay. Uh, you know. Important. So, um, and so talking about homeless and white flag, Carrie, you brought something up that's coming up recently. Yeah. So, um, coming up soon is going to be the point in time count. Uh, that's something that's what is that? done throughout the, the county. They're going to have, um, four different locations. Basically it's the time where they designate to count people that are actually, or would be deemed as homeless, um, okay. to report to HUD. Yeah. Okay. So that's where we get. Fund so that's how they allocate funding and all for future, for future programs and services. Yes. Now they just do that once a year. They do that once a year, okay. and um, what it is is like they ha- and then the information is voluntary. So you you know as you're asking the person, they have to voluntarily give you you know or complete the survey, right. like any other survey. So that's out are, there. do we have people going out under the bridge or any encampments? Is that yes, what they're, they're, they're going, going out, out to, to the, where these they populations will be walking are? Walking out to um, the different locations, and okay. it will also be like. Four specific sites that they'll do like an in-person count mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. people can. So I think the 26th is the in-person day, and the 25th is the day that they actually go and walk at known locations yeah. that have been designated. And I'm sure, like they'll have people at In as Much and Salvation mm-hmm. Army. You know, mm-hmm. just you know. Yes, the, okay. the, that's the In as Much is one of the designated sites. Yeah. Yeah. So when we hear how many homeless are exist in Cumberland County, this is actually based on some kind of somebody going out and taking a census of these people. It's not just an estimate. Yes, it is based off of that information. Okay. Okay. Now, please note that, you know, what is defined as homeless by HUD is not what you would typically define as, or what you think homeless is. Oh, wait, like the homeless. government has another idea of what that looks like? <laughs> uh, color me shocked. Okay. Yes, so like, say, for example, if there was a family that was staying in a hotel um, and they are, you know, they're struggling to make ends. But, but they, they, are, have a, they have a roof. They have a roof. And if they are paying for that hotel out of their pocket, then they have the ability to to sustain themselves. So they're so not, they so they're not considered, considered homeless. homeless. Hmm. Oh, I would count that. No. Because, no. I mean, how many how many weeks can you afford that? You know? like I understand. But if an organization was paying yeah. for their place, then they would be considered homeless. I think homeless. that's or why they call it. on your sister's couch or something, I feel like. Oh, I've had a few homeless. <laughs> couch surfing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, if she's you're not homeless, surfing. she's houseless. Yeah. <laughs> that's her problem. Unhoused. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I think unhoused. we're supposed to say unhoused individual. I'm not but, going to. You know, yeah, I'm not going to. I I'm, hate changing words. No. You're, you're carry real, the weight a, that they have. Yeah, you're in a real mood where you're yeah. like, no, I'm, yeah. I'm not. You you're, will not. Give well, me liberty or give me I, death. I hate the changing of names of things. This unhoused <laughs> thing. Why? If, well, it hurts people to say it's homeless. Like it should. It should. Yeah. It should right. carry negative weight. It's like the word fat. Or or anything, hey, anywhere. Hey, 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 we've all gained weight. Got a lot of stocky trade in this. Yeah. But I'm yeah. just saying yeah. it should carry the weight that it is supposed to. You don't adjust the words to your to feelings. soften it. Yeah. yeah, to soften the blow. Actually, so, we uh, do adjust a lot of words to just yes. to, you know. Well, I for one have adjusted many words on this show. Because there's certain things I'm not allowed to say. I just on say the God show. bless instead. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I know I've adjusted my belt buckle you know. since Christmas, so I mean yes. it's 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 just widening further and well, further. And, and me wearing red with the white beard, I well. think. I, <laughs> yeah. You I do, do look like Santa. <laughs> Well, like Santa. We're only fifty percent uh, stocked with clergy tonight. You know, Bishop's yeah. not here, so I have to extra watch what I say. You know, so uh, so I do want to. So that's the, so that's why they call it point in time. It's this one day. This is how many people we mm-hmm. counted, and if we caught the poor people that are manage to get off the street they're in a hotel but they're paying their own way today they don't count now let me ask they this so what what does that do i mean is this going to uh let us know how much funds will be how allocated much? what what how does that play out practically well it, it looks at it looks at funding they use that for for funding um allocations and then they also look use that to obviously um track how well like the measurement like if you had six hundred people last year, and then this year you have, you know, twelve hundred, then what's really going on? Yep. If you were allocated, you know, three hundred yeah. million dollars, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be interested in following up on the story afterwards and find out because I'm I'm one who believes in trends and mm-hmm. you know being able to look forward and say, hey, this is working, this isn't working. If I can find out what's not working as quick as mm-hmm. possible, I like to figure yeah. that out. Carrie, do you know right how now. how long it takes to get the results? Um. I'm going to have to say, no, I do not know right off the top of my head. However, I I was in a continuum of care uh, meeting last week. And some of the things that are not working is the actual communication and transparency. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of people that are on the ground, you know, like yourself or, you know, and, and I. And we don't have all of the resources or an understanding of the resources that are available to properly tell that information to uh, someone that is in need so that they can get or, the or right Or an organization services. like right. mine who, who look, tell me how to, because I can tell you as much food as you can get me, I can give it away. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, yeah. not, that's not the problem. I think you were throwing away a pretty good uh, yeah, number earlier before the show. What was it? How many yeah, millions we, of yeah, pounds two, of food? Two million pounds of food. And that you was know. quantified over how long, though? I believe over six years. Holy crap. Yeah, but, but they send some of it home with the kids, and I've gotten many cakes. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Pastor Josh. For Look, the cakes you as give long my as kids. it went to a good home, that's, <laughs> that's important. Okay. The, need is not, the need is not food. No, and that's you where know, you're right. And there's even people that have um, came here saying that, oh, well, we came to Fayetteville because of the food. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, stop coming to Fayetteville for food yep. because you don't have shelter. Right. Okay? Yeah. yeah, job. You don't, you know, <laughs> you don't, have, a, you right. don't have a job in a shelter. Well, so right now the issue is actually understanding the resources and making sure that people have the ability to access those resources. And, the, and I mean, from what I understand, there's a lot of money in, I mean, that, so, that's where been, is it at? Yeah, well, that's well, what I'm saying. I do want to mention, so for people that don't know, the continuum of care continuum of care here in Fayetteville that is pretty much the ringleader of all the nonprofits in Fayetteville is it not that's kind of the where the government interfaces with yep. them and then continuum of care 
then gets with Cliffdale Church yep. or yes. whoever other organization. So it's a there is a hierarchy, but it there has to be more communication among yes, because continuum of care is a referral service. So I think Councilman Benavente was in here talking about we need to take them from the high school level to the master's level when it comes yep. to the nonprofits. Yes, you how can't well, eliminate. You some can't of the really red tape. take them from the. You can't take it from. So it's a referral service, okay? Mm-hmm. So continuum of care is just like a big database. It's, it's like 411 mm-hmm. for your nonprofit. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically all it is. It's not going to give you anything. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, I do. Like it's not going to do anything for you. Okay. So like it's a 411. Co- coordinated entry with Common right. Health Net is another 411 that is there. So it's just a referral yep. It's like, oh, I can go Well, here aren't they the ones running the out. Day Resource Center downtown? Yes. Okay. But you have to understand, it is a referral-based, and because of the lovely um, relationship between county and city, <laughs> it is an ineffective <laughs> so referral So without base. getting yeah. into uh, campaign topics, let's, let's steer to one more thing before we go to break <laughs> here. Um, anybody get their voter ID from the Board of Election? No, what? No. Well, I don't need that. <laughs> okay, sorry. so the Board of Election is having voter ID clinics, and they have posted up around Fayetteville and yes. Cumberland County where you can walk in and get a for-free uh, little laminated card with your picture on it and so that you can vote in any election. So basically people that said the voter ID is, a, is an impediment to voting, yeah. whatever their motivation is, the county is giving away free IDs. And not only are they doing it at the Board of Elections – five days a week board of elections has put two ladies around the county so that mm-hmm. you can walk in in different corners of the county and get it so i personally went to a clinic at uh what was it is it off of slater avenue is that seabrook recreation center yes, yes. right there yep. okay so smith recreation center i walked in and i was i think it was one hour in on that day's session uh they had nobody in at that point so I was customer number one. <laughs> uh, I just sat down and talked to the ladies. You know, they look familiar from like the restaurant, whatever. So I was just chatting them up. But uh, one other person came by the two-hour mark, mm. and I was number seventeen in the county. They got wow. the free, and they had another session of one more day before that that only gave sixteen. Wow! So was crazy. it marketed well enough? I mean, well, so that goes to public information from the county. So there's there's only so much marketing that they're going to do. But the point mm-hmm. is, the people that are vocal about voter ID being, oh, it's keeping us they're from voting or whatever. It. Where are they? They're not. They're mm-hmm. not sharing it. They're so, not putting that information. You know, out there. I've shared it on Facebook, and I'll share it again on my personal page. You know where these clinics are going to be. But the point is. I'm I'm really happy the county's doing it because I think they're proving a pretty good point. Yeah, you want to run your mouth, they're offering it. Yeah, and go yeah, get you an ID. It, that's I mean. Yeah. So and anyway, I'm just glad that they're offering the service, and I just wanted to bring that up. That uh, anyway. So we're gonna talk about some other really cool things here Ooh. when we come back. Yes, sir. Cool. The smartest hour of talk radio will return after these important messages from our commercial sponsors. drunk 
Taking pictures of people we thought were stars It's easy to give into your heart When you drop call out in a good boulevard When the song coming out of the speakers Was the band that you had on your t-shirt We were screaming cause all the streets were empty And you kissed me and we weather, sports, and common sense talk in the morning. Grab another cup of coffee and settle in for more of the Carolina Cabin, well, Eastern good. North Carolina's sexiest conservative talk show. Hey, hey, hey. hey sexy, you. and welcome back to the Carolina Cabin. Was he Cabinet. talking about me? I just... I, I think about us, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the heavy, <laughs> the heavy breathers. breathers. <laughs> yes, the gray-haired ones. It's, yes. it's so, silver. Uh, so good silver. to be here with all of you, and... Uh, Boy, I just can't help cutting up with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, if nothing else, we have to continue doing this. That's right. We're at, you know, and this is show 86. That's crazy. That's, you know, that's, that's I, wow. I don't know. Do we get anything free at 100? I, th- I think or, we should. I think, yeah. Maybe a free Baldino sub. We need to do like an off-campus recording. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll Bald- figure something yes. out. So, all right. Ooh, a so, live recording. Live re- yeah, that'd be good. Huh? So, uh, let's see. We talked about the community, continuum of care. We talked about the homeless population. 
I want to talk about E. Smith. Yeah, you let's do. Talk about, yeah, you want e. that? E. You want Smith. that grenade? Okay, pull the pin. Go ahead. Before the show, <laughs> Peter was like, E. Smith's been at four locations. You know, it had two other names before it was five e. Smith. locations, ma'am. This is the I think really, this is and the sixth it's had, one. Had, so yeah. what 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 makes it what makes it if it's not the name what maintains its identity? You know, look, the alumni. Yeah. When it moved before, yeah, I don't understand that part. The the movement from Orange Street to other streets. Mm-hmm. I know it was the predominantly black segregated community in mm-hmm. the past, and they'd like to keep it in that region. And every time it's moved, it's moved between a half mile to two miles. Mm-hmm. Now they're asking to move it almost seven miles to Fort Bragg. Right. Because we're not calling it Fort Liberty. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Why? but still, I mean, and I, I heard the one argument that was the dumbest argument the school board gave was, oh, it's federal land and, you know, parents with felonies can't get on. There's no gate there, guys. You can go there now with a felony. And well, no how one's about gonna the know. parents don't get felony? No. Okay. So. No, but seriously. But I, I <laughs> think the, the real issue is it's too far from the neighborhood. It's too far for it to be E. Smith. It's seven miles. So either Fort Bragg okay. has their own high school that they build there and they keep E. Smith. Oh. And maybe make it so better. Let me let me let me put this out there. Why not? Why does it have to be E. E. Smith? Why not just make a Cumberland County school? On isn't it Stryker they were talking about? Well, it or something I, like that. First of all, I like the heritage of the school. You know, being what it is, I think that. But I wonder if the, the rank and file student it knows the history. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, the yeah. alumni are familiar with it, and it's good to have something to be proud of in this city. Yeah. Okay, and I, I'm very happy to see that. But the fact is, North Carolina Public Instruction says for a a population of that size, they need a campus 70 to 100 acres wow. to yeah. give modern education. You have what we call in real estate a functionally obsolete building. I mean, so, so what you're running into then is you're talking about a school that's going to miss some of the items, maybe like a football field or, you know. They, they have to practice at the elementary school, field. but See, they have to practice across well, the street at the elementary. Well, mm-hmm. right now, right now, like he's saying, because it is functionally obsolete, they have to move the school. Mm. Y'all are bougie. It is not functionally obsolete. (laughs) I mean... The building was built in the 50s. The same exact year and month of Terry Sanford. Okay, but Terry Sanford has been constantly upgraded. Yeah. And a lot of... And you ask yourself why. Well... We know why. Do the alumni participate at Terry Sanford at a higher rate than E.E. Smith? I think Smith has got a very loyal... Oh, yeah. It's very loyal one, but they keep having issues of where did the money go. Okay. Well... We're not going to Sherlock but Holmes that one today. It's on but. its fourth location currently. Okay. And two of the locations previously, it was not named E. Smith. Okay. So well, let's since just, 1954, it's been... Does anybody here disagree that the new school should be named E. Smith? I think I don't think that's the point. No, I, yeah, I mean, let's look at sheer numbers of this thing. Fort Bragg sends most of their children there at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Fort Bragg wants the best education mm-hmm. for their, their, their rank, their children. Yeah. So... They're going to build a school no matter what, right? Regardless. That's, if they that's what do, they say, yeah. What happens to the enrollment from Smith? Well, I mean, and I it's going to go it's away. It's cut in half. You and where does it go? And then the funding associated with those same kids yep. is going to go right so along. It's going to give the it, is, it, is a, it is a numbers game. It you is don't a have those game. students, you don't get that money. But you can have the fanciest building. If you don't have the best teachers, what's the point? If you don't have kids and parents, see, we're the only country in the world that the more money you spend per student, the, the test scores. <laughs> yeah, no, actually true. It is true. It does. Yeah. The more you spend because we're spending it on things that aren't real. You're spending it for a shiny gym or a shiny room when 
I, lo- I love you, Pastor Josh. You know my children go to your, your <laughs> church's school, but it's not the prettiest school, guys. It's, yeah. it's, it's not pretty. But, oh, my goodness, do those kids learn because yeah. the teachers care, right. the kids care, the parents care, and that's what well, matters. Because I don't think you can pay for caring. No. You can't. You know, but in my opinion, you've got a dilapidated school. You have a population that are we afraid that the children that are educated at that school, historically uh, black population, are we afraid they might have the shiniest, the best state of the art facility that maybe just maybe they w- someone would excel and get the heck up out of there? No, we're afraid that those kids that are in that neighborhood won't be going to the new school because it'll be six and a half miles away. Now you're going to have to redistrict That's of what where we have people buses go. For. You can bus people all you want. Doesn't mean if you miss the bus, if you have after school activities. Well, there's all kinds of things yeah, I mean, that go into that. And I can speak. I can speak. You know, living where I live in Hollywood Heights, so many of the kids who live in the Heights mm-hmm. go to Cliffdale Elementary across right. the school, and they access the the rec center. Yeah. So that's yeah. I think that's well, and t- about about busing. The Fort Bragg kids have to bus in. So now it's just going to reverse. I mean, you've got Fort Bragg offering a fifty year lease. They're going to give them Striker Golf Course. They're going to give them the clubhouse at Striker to have an entire museum for the E. e. Smith heritage. They're going to move the Smith House out there. And somewhere along the way, am I wrong? Did I hear something about Iron Man giving us some money? Uh, $10 yeah, million yeah. Dollars or uh, something? Downing? Down, down, Robert Downey Jr.? Robert Downey. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just say Iron Man, and everybody yeah. knows that. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, this is this is a big deal. Well, I think, I mean, if we look at it even just to go a little bit bigger, so next year the Opportunity Scholarship is going universal. So what that is going to do is kill public schools. It's going to it's going to be huge. It's going to be struggling. I mean, it's great. I'm happy for it. Let's not say it's going to kill them. It's going to make public schools turn on their ear to have to compete, have to actually do the job. But the public schools can't compete. Why not? Because for one, they're they're not like the, the teachers are already fleeing left and right. Yeah. A lot of the schools are not even um, up to, to code or standard. So they haven't, like, mm-hmm. there's there's no upgrades that are happening inside of the schools. Well, I mean, they don't hold the but, kids but, accountable but, either. So but, and they don't hold the, okay. the kids, <laughs> the children, or the parents yeah. accountable. How yeah. much does it cost to educate a kid in Cumberland County? It's 17000 bucks. Mm-hmm. Now, Pastor Josh, at your charter school. Mm-hmm. No, do you, private school. Private school. school. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Do you, if those kids use that scholarship, do you get seventeen? No. <laughs> no. No. So they keep their tuition at cost with the opportunity okay. scholarship, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful so thing. My so point most is of the schools low income. So if we take that kid out of that seat in public school and we send them to Josh's school, how much does that scholarship pay Josh's school? Sixty one hundred. Sixty one hundred this year. So where's the other next year? Where's the other eleven thousand go? Um, so basically, the public schools can't compete. They got an empty seat for eleven thousand dollars. They still can't do it. Well, the, 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 it's 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 me- the, the formula of public school education, especially post COVID, uh, is is th- th- there's a new dynamic and they're facing new problems that they have never had to face before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have the answers. I'm not going to pretend. Yeah, and no, it's I, all I, online. It's so much yeah. online. My kid goes to school for two hours a day, and the rest is online. And mm-hmm. I don't. I don't love it. No, it's not. I also want to go back in and just um, reinstate what you had said about accountability. Yeah. Like they do not hold the the students accountable. No. Which makes it very frustrating. Mm -hmm. I I know um, last last month, I want to say like in December, um, someone had came up to the the coffee shop and they were talking. They used to work at 
um, in Cumberland County schools. And they were saying that they had to leave because of the simple fact that, you know, one of the kids, you know, they kind of, I guess they were smelling themselves that day or whatever. And so they made a snide remark to, you know, the adult. And any other time, like, you know, the adult would have been able to say something stern. When they did, then that person got in trouble. The adult. The adult got in trouble right. for no, what they I, had yeah. said to the well. to the student. And it takes it where it's like there's no, like, even the principals do not support the teachers. Mm-hmm. So when you do not have any leadership backbone right. to help support, then what do you have? You have children that literally just run wild. It's not and just the schools either. I talked to an Overhills teacher yesterday, and she had been assaulted and decided to press charges against the student. And when it went to court, they said, well, she had her one day of uh, in-school suspension and wrote her essay, time served. <laughs> it's like, wow, if, if nobody wow. in the community is backing these people up. And I, I did read an article the other day where one teacher um, you know, got a brain injury from being hit by a student. And they fired her because she said, you're, they said, you're a liability. You shouldn't have gotten in, sure. involved in this situation. How dare you take a hit yeah. for us? Yeah. So, and listen, I want to make this clear. I'm not making an indictment against the teachers. I feel like the administration, I'd like to know per capita in our school system, how many PhDs and master's level people we have that we're paying money for that are in do-nothing positions. Oh, a ton. I mean... Yeah. You know, we're rewarding this higher education, higher education, and people are moving up because I feel like there should be advancement in any field you're in. But the product is graduating a kid. Yep. The product is educating, letting that well, letting that kid leave as a reading, writing citizen. And you you just hit the kind of the mark, I believe. Uh, a lot of individuals have the goal of graduating as opposed to educating. Okay, um, moving them through no matter yeah. what. Okay, yep. so and my two cents of actually sitting in two school board meetings, which is a lot of fun if anybody wants to. <laughs> That's because I was there with uh, you. Uh, yes, you were. <laughs> but, yes, we did. But, you know, the observation I made, and I've said this over and over to other people, is the first 20, 30 minutes of that meeting was nothing but. Stupid oh, awards. It was, well, no, they were awards, <laughs> but. For people that had gone and done the professional development or gone to a conference or not once did I hear helped little Johnny's class excel and or they took him on a trip and exposed them to this, that or the other. The only award given that whole time was to the janitor for being like. Mr. Jones to all the students, and they all loved him. He had candy for him or something. And the whole it, it was like a recognition. Up, but the it, whole but, thing. But if it's you're concentrating like thirty minutes of your board meeting on hot air, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Me, me personally, I I kind of threw in my flag with public school system after no child left behind. So, well, and I think so my mom, who's a teacher, she said that was the one that killed it too. That's that killed it because at, and then it I, got worse like each I president saw, from then. I saw a drastic difference mm-hmm. in the education of my child mm-hmm. after that passed. Because we were like we were in Miami, and they, um, they. Oh, I'm sorry. You couldn't. Fail, <laughs> you're not allowed to fail, fail no, a child. They one. They they teach them for the test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then at three o'clock, when that bell rang, oh, the teachers beat the students to the buses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there was no one there if you needed extra care or any any extra tutoring or anything like that. Wasn't the main motivation of No Child Left Behind, though, wasn't the motivation some kind of quantification of how these kids are doing? Wasn't the intent to kind of measure it? Oh, I think the intent might have been okay. I think the, 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 the way they carried it out. And let's face it, right? 
Um, big government, uh, it just. I mean, I'll get up on my soapbox. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's. You it, want me to say it? You know, that, it doesn't they, work. They don't belong in my school. Yeah, the government know. steals our money. Oh wait, sorry. Right. And it <laughs> is. It's, it, the government doesn't have money. That's my my taxpayer. My tax right. dollars at work. Money. You know, and. Um, but and w- what's interesting? I wanted to hit on a point. Red that tape Carrie bureaucracy. Said. <laughs> I'm not going to go just yeah. here, here, here. Yeah. There, yeah. Well, there's no red tape at your school, but the. My son goes to Terry Sanford, and every single teacher he has had has offered him tutoring on their own time and have been phenomenal. But when I go to the parent-teacher conferences and I go to sign my name, I'm almost, I think only once have I not been the only parent. Every mm-hmm. parent-teacher conference I've gone to, I'm the only parent that has shown up. Well, maybe Terry Sanford teachers are a little happier because they're not, um, you know, fighting off assaults. They, they still the do. I okay. mean, there's still I mean, some. You know, there's some bad kids but everywhere, but there's bad the teachers. The parents aren't engaged I mean, either. I don't think the parents are holding the feet, the kids' feet to the fire like they should be. Right. Especially since COVID. A lot of it has gone online, mm-hmm. and it is difficult. Even one of the online teachers, goodness, that was rough <laughs> when I well, found him. <laughs> and this goes back to what you were saying about, you know, E.E. E. Smith is okay. You know, the building's fine. And it goes back to what the child goes home to. I think no matter what, no matter what school, what facility they're in, oh. it, it matters what they have in their four walls. And, and, and parental about, involvement you know. is just uh, as it, important, it, it, mm-hmm. it, if not more. It, if not more. Um, I, I, I've, a couple of my children have struggled, you know, um, early, early on and um, attention deficit or disorder, just, just different things. And uh, but not me, my wife <laughs> partnering with the teacher um, literally. Uh, this student now gets at least a B on roll, if not a on roll consecutively um, had struggled, you know, when she first started reading attention or couldn't take a time test ever, you know? Um, and now because the investment's been made, but that's where you've got honestly a lot of parents who don't want to make that investment. Mm-hmm. And I think if I'm a teacher and the parent doesn't want to make an investment, eh, you're less inclined to want to do it. You know, but if I get with a parent and a a, a child, and then I'm willing to walk the road. And I think we pile a lot on the teachers. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was in a human trafficking uh, seminar on last Thursday. My goodness, it's been a long week. Um, But the people from Child Advocacy Center were talking about. Well, we're going to work on a program to make the teachers do some oh, kind of trafficking yeah. awareness. While I'm thinking, oh, good, yeah. one more thing one we can give thing. our overtaxed yep. teachers yep. so they can be accountable to you. When, when, yeah, for, yeah, because they don't have enough to do. Yep. you know. But my issue with moving it is, if it's six and a half miles difference, the parents and families that are close to East Smith now mm-hmm. that can and do go in to take to go to the events because I've been to East Smith many times and mm-hmm. they have these wonderful fish fries and. Um, they have like this football thing at the beginning of the year. Gosh, sorry guys. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at sports, but, um, anyways, it's very heavily attended by the neighborhood. Okay. How do you attend it now when it's six and a half miles away and a good portion of them, I know, cause I gave some rides home to some moms of football players mm-hmm. don't have cars. I get don't that. Don't have transportation. But like I said, the, the dilemma is the Fort Bragg kids have to bus now. Now we're asking them to bus the other way. I'm sure there'll be a solution for community to come together and move people through but the fort bragg parents have jobs okay yeah i think you're I talking mean, about two different economic classes when yeah. you're talking about a soldier living on fort bragg versus somebody living in the well, east well and i think we talked earlier on this program you know what did i say about unity in our community yep. we're going to come together and figure it out you know there's all there's a myriad of problems that could erupt or could could come up in this thing 
I want these kids to have the best facility we can afford to give them. No, I agree. Why not? I, you know, I, I understand the community involvement, but just like you said to Terry Sanford, you're like one of two parents maybe on those lists signing up. I'd like to see those lists from Smith. Or, or before, even, before we presuppose that, well, that, you know, they're going to lose all their community involvement. I don't think that's the case. Or even just to go to that perspective, um, to give people the, um, the chance and opportunity to see things outside of their current um, situation. Their current peer view, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, and allow the community that everybody has been advocating to and activating to, to say, hey, let's come together. Like, if we really want to come together and show some type of unity, then we will fix the transportation to that, mm-hmm. that issue. But it could actually open up someone's horizon to think that there is something more outside of their current neighborhood. Yeah, but I, I got to tell you, Carrie, I'm a pastor, right? And uh, every week I come into church and I stand up on my platform, and probably 98, I mean, maybe 100% of my congregation are all sitting in the same exact chairs they did the previous week <laughs> and the previous week. But I like well, that I, spot. Well, I <laughs> like the one because I can sneak in and out. <laughs> no, quick. no, no. I'm, yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not complaining about your spot on the second roll. That's not what I'm doing <laughs> exactly. at all. What I'm, what I'm saying is <laughs> people are comfortable with E.E. Smith. They, they're mm-hmm. comfortable with where it's at. Yeah. They know the halls. They know the office. They're, and to ask somebody to change, mm-hmm. that is always going to be a hard Or sell. we can just keep doing the same thing over and over and expect a different outcome because oh, yeah. that always works. There's no right? reason. Yeah, yeah, that's, that is and insanity. I understand the comfort zone thing, but how how dare we rob these children of the, the possibility of approaching a brand new facility? But how dare two years ago they didn't fix the scoreboard at the football stadium? You know, I, I go to the game. My son's playing. And the scoreboard's not working at all. I tell a school board member, and he goes, well, they should just take care of it themselves. But let me tell you, that same school board member at a different event, at a different baseball or a football stadium, mm-hmm. took pictures of every single hole in that football field and sent it off to get fixed. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem I see in our community, is that people don't give an ish about E.E. Smith that should, that need to. And when even when there are simple solutions like get a dang ladder and change the light bulbs out, mm-hmm. they don't. But and they expect someone else to do it, and they expect someone else to do it, and then nobody does it, and that school falls apart, and I feel so bad because I have this, I, the East Smith swimmers swim with my swim team, and they do get a lot of extra help. They get a bus. We don't, you know, to the location. Mm-hmm. But it's so few, and it's, 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 tough. it's really tough. It's, it's an economically well, challenged area. It is, and I think long-term, we can't keep sending kids to the same economically challenged area. If they are used and accustomed to growing up at that elementary school, that neighborhood, that's all they see. That's their world. I'm I'm advocating for expanding their world, giving them something more to aspire to and to see, something brand new, something where they'll have more STEAM classes. But no. will the exact same student body go to the one on Why Fort Bragg? they? Because well, it's six and a half miles of they got away. buses to be <laughs> picked up, so I don't understand why. Are they still the moving? They're moving it regardless, though. Yes, they are moving East well, Smith regardless. To, well, okay, no, they have to build a new facility regardless. Okay, but out of the other sites, that bunch of them have problems with. Uh, just what do we have problems with in Fayetteville? Flood water, storm water, uh, wetlands, that kind of thing. So I read the whole thing on that. Is is they said we can't build a high school at this site, but you know what's planned for it? another shopping center. So you're going to tell me that you can figure out how to have a shopping center mm-hmm. there, but you can't figure out how to have a high because, school there. Okay, BS. apples and bowling balls. Because, <laughs> okay, sorry. I've never because, heard that amazing. No, okay, so 
with a private enterprise, they can devote an extra $10, $15 million to site selection and planning to mitigate that stormwater. The school can't afford to do it because they're not going to – they're off of our tax revenue, our money. So in one case, I think the school board's being proactive and not wasting our money on a site that takes that much prep before the they can even turn a brick. School board claims it's the county commissioners. Well – We'll get through some of this uh, finger pointing uh, <laughs> before long, hopefully. Not uh, me, not me, not yeah, me, not, not me, me, not me. Yeah, well, and that's that's a problem with the county and city cooperation anyway. You know, nobody wants to take ownership of the problem. Man, and, it, and even the school board, even Dr. Connolly, with all the kerfuffle that happened at that meeting, you know, he's like, oh, well, we'll just, we're just presenting a plan. We're not saying it's going to move. It's going to move. Yeah. Okay. You, you would be a fool not to want to move it and take advantage of what the Army's offering. The very first step in change is taking responsibility. Yes. I mean, leadership 101, just just the way it is. If you, you're not, I mean, if you don't take responsibility for something, you always, always, always forfeit the power if, to if change. What are you so afraid of? Now, I think Connolly might be a little bit uh, reluctant to take a stand because he did just get his contract renewed by, like, one vote, I think. Again? Ooh, what, Why? Well, what, but look, I, I just think that's kind of a testament to the confidence the board has in him anyway. And he's a perfectly nice guy. But maybe that's why he didn't just say, no, we're going to do it. And he wanted to deflect to county commission. Mm. But, we need uh, new ideas. Yeah. No, we yeah. need new well, people. I mean, I agree. That's We have an election coming up, so we're going to have lots of new people. You know, Will we, 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 though? Well, we have yeah. early voting does begin mm. February 15th. We have a primary uh, March 5th, which if you're a Republican or Democrat, they'll hand you a Republican or Democrat ticket. And if you're unaffiliated, you get to choose. If you're Libertarian, <laughs> you get a Libertarian ballot. And if you're just libertarian, libertarian, you get a Libertarian primary. with like one guy yes. on it. For governor. Yeah. One guy All for governor. All kinds of things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. We have a couple of Libertarian sacrificial lambs on, on the ballot. <laughs> I have so many words to say, and I'm not saying that. I'm not allowed to. <laughs> Just beep, know, beep, no matter what, beep, 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 Christina, beep. love you. We're always going to be friends. It don't matter. It's fine. We're always. Well, I don't know. He Maybe she's no not going to be friends. For us. Yes, I brought no sandwiches. He's, he's leaving us on. I brought hungry. Girl Scout cookies. You yep. brought no sandwiches. No, you brought a bill for Girl Scout cookies. Is what you brought. <laughs> Le- leaving us hungry and saying all these these jagged bars. Don't you know, man? Don't you know? You're just uh, yeah. Digging, digging a hole. My daddy used to say, son, if you find yourself in a hole, <laughs> well, I keep digging. digging. See, yeah, no, I no, that's me. I just keep going. I'm like, and I'm looking around my friends like, what? This is no good? <laughs> yeah. No good? No, let me just keep doing this. I so. shouldn't do it? Yeah, stop. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, we're coming to the end here, but uh, let's talk about the future. So we, before the show, we talked about some, we're going to bring some other guests on the show. Uh, we might have Shamika Bethay back again oh, from the cool. Republican Women's Club. I think we enjoyed having her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's get Mark fun. Robinson. I just saw that uh, he was supposed to be at Crossroads Church for a rally, but the United Methodist Church found out that he was going to be there, and they canceled it. Yeah. Huh. With, okay. United Methodists are You can't tell me more of a political stunt than that was, because the Republican Party, the GOP Cumberland County, has held numerous events at that church. Numerous. And all of a sudden, they have a problem with Robinson. Now, he has said some anti-LGBT. He said not, he was, he was created really, to be against LGBTQ well, issues. Not, it's like asking us, the, the guy that owned Chick-fil-A, if he was down with gay marriage. And, you know, what do you expect? <laughs> so, uh, you guys never had Chick-fil-A until that happened? Because I was like, what's the hoopla of this Chick-fil-A? So that's when I went. Well, so, you know, he's, he's also anti-abortion after his wife yeah, had an abortion. Well, okay. Well, guys, I'm our time's almost up. <laughs> our time's up. We're, we're about done. So to our listeners, I hope you had a nice time. We do love being here for you. 
Special thank you to my on-air cabinet members, Pastor Joshua Goodman. Yes, sir. Christine Adoes. Let them eat cake. <laughs> we do. <laughs> the lovely Carrie Jackson. So come on, do us a favor. Take time this week to visit one of our commercial sponsors. Let them know you heard their message right here on the Carolina Cabinet. If somehow you do miss an episode of our top-rated show, top-rated. please find us on your favorite podcast broadcaster, Apple, Spotify, or Google. Find us on social media. Just type The Carolina Cabinet and click that like button. Thanks again for tuning in this morning. Until next time, with the we, Carolina Cabinet. With the Carolina Cabinet. I missed my part. Yeah. Me too.